Welcome again to the Be Known Audio Experience. <laughs> Guys, we got an amazing guest here. Oh, wow. What just blew up, Jacob? Our minds, hopefully. <laughs> okay. I was like, man, this is like a Star Wars episode. Did you guys already break it or what? Dude, <laughs> I think so. I think we broke the podcast because you're on here. <laughs> oh, man. Everybody out there listening, you've got a treat today. I mean, this is somebody that I've really been looking forward to having on the podcast. Uh, someone that actually we just connected via Instagram direct message, and we'll talk about that a little bit more uh, oh, later. You but in the DMs? <laughs> in the DMs, but ladies and gentlemen... I want to introduce you to Cody Kearns. Cody, welcome oh, to the it show. Went it, it went down in the DMs. You guys don't <laughs> even want to know what I sent Trey. Uh-oh. <laughs> Cody, I hope my girlfriend's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just, how do people tune into this? Uh, so people can check this out. Uh, We're everywhere, everywhere man. man. So really, we upload truly. this, and it goes out on Anchor. It goes out on Spotify, Apple Music, Um I actually take the the recording of it and throw it up on YouTube while we're waiting on really, wow. uh, while we're waiting on good video. So we're once this podcast gets uploaded, we are um, across I think seven podcast platforms. Plus, um, we'll put it we'll put the audio up on Facebook and on YouTube too. So pretty much ten opportunities for somebody to go listen. Uh, so wherever Perfect. they need to find it, they can find it. It's going to be good, man. We're going to, we're going to hook you up to, you know, this is something that we were talking about and this is important for any of you out there who are creating podcasts or content in general. But when you have someone who's willing to invest their time in you, like Cody is today for us, uh, it's important that you help them out and give them resources and tools to promote whatever it is that you're doing. So Cody, we're going to hook you up with some cool promotional stuff. And so if you're out there and you saw Cody, Cody's promotional materials, no, we're we're going to be hooking him up with some some neat stuff so that he can get you onto the audio experience. Bang, baby, Cody. Uh, let's start here, man. I mean, I, I think it's really important that we start from the beginning because we we share some some similar past. And uh, you know, when I when I say a similar past, I, I refer to the YPR. So I'd love to have you just share a little bit of your story and how you came up and what you're doing now today. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, the the YPR and Vima and all that saved me. I was um, I was not on a good path, really in in high school and uh, in my first year of college. It's the only year of college I did, but yeah, you know, I I always grew up with some sort of entrepreneurship mindset, and that term is used so so vaguely now. Like everyone's an entrepreneur, right? So <laughs> to get a little bit more specific salesman, like I knew when I was 10 years old that I wanted to be in sales somehow. Cool. Um, selling gum in middle school and high school, I was selling electronics, sneakers. Like I was selling anything. I would go to my grandparents, ask them if I could put stuff on Craigslist for them <laughs> and, and just really hustling any way possible because, you know, it was for the money of course, but looking back in you know, looking at those points, it was more so for like the, can I actually go out and do this? You know, like, can I actually go in the marketplace and sell an iPod for a hundred more dollars than what I bought it for from my friend? I think it was more of the thrill that made me interested in sales and uh, high school, you know, started selling things I shouldn't have been selling that kind of carried into college. College, <laughs> I almost got expelled. I went in front of the board. Uh, I was facing like felonies for just doing stupid stuff. And, um, you know, after college, I left, I went back home 
you know, kind of felt like a failure in the sense because I went to school for a year. My mom had to save me because of all the trouble I almost got in. Right. Luckily nothing happened. And, uh, you know, then I'm sitting at home, I'm, I'm 19 years old and all my friends are going into their second year of school. I decided to not go to school and mentally I just felt like I was a failure, right? Because I had more money in the bank at 13 years old than I did at 1920. I'm home. Uh, I'm living with mom. I have no job. And Vima, YPR, is what uh, is what found me and what saved me. So I, I don't want to go too far, like that's okay, man. Too too far forward or backwards, but yeah, I mean, growing up, like I come from a very average family, and my my grandfather always did well, and I think that inspired me. But you know, nothing's been handed to me or, or given to me. Everything that I've built to date has been, you know, pretty much from the works of myself and then obviously the people that have helped grow the company along the way. But it's really cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big product of my, of, of my environment. And I think a lot of people are, and, uh, you know, unfortunately more than not, it destroys people because they, they tend to spend time like I did trying to be cool or trying to fit in and doing mm-hmm. stupid things. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're not supposed to be doing that, but it makes you feel good on the surface, um, until something happens. And, <laughs> and then trust me, you don't feel good about it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Hey, can I pause for just a second? Yeah. There, the, for for any listeners, could you go go a little deeper on what Vima and YPR is and how how that kind of uh, saved you per se? Because I know there may be some folks that uh, some of our crowd is a little younger that may not be aware of what Vima YPR is. Yeah, yeah. I, can I talk about Vima and then you talk about the YPR? Please. Awesome. So for a lot of you out there that listen to the Be Known Audio Experience, you know we work very heavily in the network marketing and the MLM world. So that's a a world that we're familiar with. A lot of our clients are leaders, coaches, or consultants that help people grow those from home style businesses. And that's exactly what Vima was. Vima was a nutrition company. Oh, I haven't said this in a long time, Cody. You're going to love it. It stands for vitamins, essential minerals, <laughs> mangosteen, which was like a super fruit, and aloe. And so that was their secret combination of ingredients that created this healthy, vitamin enriched drink. And, uh, you know, it was, it was really fun. BK Bareko put this together, uh, this company together, and, you know, put it in an MLM format and was able to change the lives of many, many people uh, along the way. And one of those people was Alex Morton. And that is where the YPR came in. Cody, why don't you, you talk about that and, and how that, that reach even got to you in the place that you were uh, and was able to change your life? Yeah, I mean, like coming out of school and everything that happened, I think I was looking for a way that I could earn money and be inspired, you know, and sell something. Um, And again, unfortunately, most 19, 20 year olds, if they're going to try and sell something, they're going to try and sell drugs. They're going to try and sell things they shouldn't be selling. They're going to Uh, have to end up to like, you know, serving tables or something. And they kind of just get stuck in that rhythm. And yeah, Vima came along, YPR. You know, we saw a guy, Alex, who was 22 at the time, you know, started making a couple thousand dollars a week. And I think for me, if, if I can see one person do something and prove that there can be success, you know, in what they're doing, I'm bought in. Like, that's all I need to see is one person. I didn't need to see a thousand people because I believed in myself to be able to love that to climb my way up the ladder, you know? And 
yeah, seeing Alex, you know, and then seeing Luke Kish and I got introduced to all these guys and my goal, my goal was, Hey, you know, how can I, so here's what a lot of people focus on. How can I be like that person rather than how can I get around that person? And I think that's something that I've been really good at is in that company. I never made a ton of money, but I got around every single top producer in that company Huge. and learning from them, seeing the success, seeing 23 year old kids at the time I was 19, a couple years older than me, make four, five, eight, ten, fifteen $15,000 in a week. Dude, my brain and eyes just completely exploded <laughs> and it's expanded. And I think once they, once you expand your mind and you see things that are possible and real and can happen for you, for sure, you're, you can't shrink back down to it, you know? Absolutely. So, Cody, I love this because, and this is what we've seen as we've recorded a handful of these episodes. It's like a recurring theme. It's you get around the right person, that, 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 that guy or that gal that's, four or five steps ahead of you in your entrepreneurial journey. And then you just learn from them. It takes somebody willing to talk to you and willing to explain the ropes and, and tell you the things that they messed up on so that you don't do it. And, and I see that a lot in these conversations. And so that's, that's awesome to hear that, that, that that's how you did it. You just got around the right people. And I think that, yeah. And I wanted to hit on that because it is so important. Mm, truly. It is so important because you could have been out there hustling and making all the money in the world um, in, in that company. But if you didn't get around the right people, then how do you move forward? How do you scale? How do you um, bring the meeting of the minds together? So mm. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I think I made, you know, like five grand in my first year in that company. In my second year, I made like 11 grand. So I was extremely broke, <laughs> like super broke. I mean, to the point where, you know, I remember like the guys who were making the money, we'd go out to eat after an event or something. And I would literally get mad that we had to go eat out because I couldn't afford to pay, you know, $21 to go eat somewhere. So mm. like, I don't forget that stuff either. And I think, you know, when you guys hear other people, they're like, yeah, I found the right mentor. And I found the guy who took me under the wing, everyone out there is then like, how the, how the hell do yeah. I do that though? Because no one explains how do you actually do that? Everyone yeah. just says, yeah, I found a mentor. He was a, he was a gazillionaire and he took me under his wing and now I'm rich. And it's like, well, how do you get around that person? How do you attract to that person? How does, how do you, how do you make it and, and phrase it and put yourself in a position of, even though you might not be rich, you can still be of value to that person and that person will be attracted to want to actually spend time with you, right? right. Those are the things that people don't really talk about. And it doesn't, um, and what you just said, you made $5,000 with the company and ended up around the big wigs. It's just like, it, oh, yeah. you don't have to have the money to get in front of the right people. Um, that is that is a lie. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, in certain situations, you know, of course, like, people that make a bunch of money, you know, you got to spend money, but ultimately in whatever field or industry you're in, you can get around the top performers for no money if you know how to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I want you to dive deep on that for us, but before we go too much past this, this mark, you know, we're talking about this YPR, this young people revolution and how it all started with one person who was making an impact. One thing that in looking back on the YPR, I saw that Alex did that a lot of people did not do and myself included, which I think is part, partly why, you know, he was so successful is he used the platforms that were in place, the social media platforms that were in place, especially YouTube, 
to just blow up his personal brand and uh, and and took that to a whole nother level. And, and I think now that in the world that you're in, it's so so amazing to see some of the skills that uh, that we were able to learn in that time period. But then I then I go back and I think about the importance of uh, network networking in network marketing like that word is so important and that's really what you're highlighting here is a networking part of the network marketing industry and if there's anyone out there who's kind of on the fence about doing MLM and those things if anything at all you're going to be able to build a network that you continue to do business with today and, and Cody I'm sure you can attest to that but I still do business with people that I met in V the only people that hate on network marketing or tell you not to do it are idiots yeah like if someone advised you to not get in a network marketing company it's because they either failed and they're projecting their fear and failure on you or they're just an idiot <laughs> like there is no other there is they either did it and failed or they're an idiot because where else in the world can you pay you know for a hundred two hundred dollars a month and get a get a product from a network marketing company and then have access to events with thousands of people weekly training calls be introduced to you know self-education and get recommended books and audios and have friends all over the country and world and have places you can travel to, you know, and write off because mm -hmm. people in your company are, there's so many different things in network marketing that people don't take advantage of. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's how everyone that I know has started. And that's, <laughs> you know, how I launched this new company with that network. That's cool. And here's the thing, you know, I, I think failure, failure is relative in this terms, you know, cause my, my Vima experience and my network marketing experience was similar to yours in that I didn't really make a whole lot of money. But what I did was I learned and I made those connections. And also I developed a passion for personal development. One of the, the most recent, recent speakers that we had on the podcast talked about how they overdosed on personal development. And that's how they got to where they are that. as a real estate investor. And I didn't even know what personal development was until I joined a network marketing right. company. I wasn't doing the reading. I wasn't studying Jim Rohn. I wasn't listening to Tony Robbins on uh, YouTube. And, and and I'm not saying that any one of these is better than the other. And everyone has their recommendations on who to listen to. But it really doesn't matter who. It just matters that. You're listening to something that's positive and uplifting and, and building that network. And I think that's where the value is. So, you know, when you look at like failure, it really comes down to how you define it. Uh, because I, I know personally that if I was making $5,000 like I did in, in my second year in Vima, uh, and so I didn't even make that my first year, um, you know, now I, I wouldn't, I would never consider that a failure because of the, the launch pad that it gave me building those foundations for the future. And I, and I'm sure you can agree with that, Cody. Yeah, 100%. Mm. It's huge. Jacob, I know you have some more questions prepared, and I want to make sure that we we get through those because because Cody, you know what you're doing now is so amazing. The the organization you've built up, and I and I gave a little teaser uh, when I, about you you coming up, uh, but would love for you to <laughs> share a little bit about your company and what you do now, and then, and then I'm allow Jacob to really dive into some of these questions. Yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, in short, like a little over four years ago. Um, actually 2000, wow. You know, that's crazy. This coming <laughs> April, it'll be five years. Wow. <laughs> which is, uh, kind of a break point because I feel like things that, you know, can last four or five years, they're pretty permanent as long as, 
you stay the course. Um, sure. But yeah, you know, four and a half years ago, April 2015 is when I founded the company, but I saw like a huge, huge problem and opportunity, right? So yeah. big thing I learned from, from self-education, self-improvement is, hey, if you can find a problem in the marketplace and solve it, your value goes up. And by the law of money, money will have to flow to you if you're solving a problem. Mm. So the problem then before Ty Lopez, before all these people were, were huge, it was, hey, how can I grow a social media following targeted at a genuine audience of people that I can connect and do business with, right? Like how can I get more people and more eyes following me and on my page? That was still, and it's still a question today, but four and a half years ago, this Instagram was a baby, right? Right. So we saw that and I didn't have any idea how or what the service was going to be or how I was going to make money, but I knew that that was an opportunity. And what I started doing is kind of like what you said at the beginning of this call, you're going to give me material and what am I going to do? I'm going to go and promote that material to my audience. Now, what does that do for you? You're bringing in, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of new eyes on your podcast. That's called free marketing collaboration. It's exactly how I launched this entire company. I would go to people that had bigger followings than I did. I would say, Hey, I'm going to shout you out in return. Shout me out because back then shout out for shout out was huge. (laughs) You know, take over my Instagram. Uh, we're going to post you. We're going to do this. I stacked the value so that in return, all they had to do was shout me out. You know, I did this with a hundred people, hundreds of people, and within a couple months, I was able to build an Instagram account to like 12,000 followers wow. organically. Back then, that was absurd, right? Now it's <laughs> yeah. like 100, 100K is the new 10K. Um, and uh, yeah, I got all those eyes to my page. You know, five, cool. six months in, I was down to uh, a little bit of money. I was, I had loaned money from my sister. I wouldn't get a job. I had tried so <laughs> many different things. And I get a text from somebody that I did Vima with and they said, Hey, I've been watching what you're doing. Okay. That's another thing people need to realize is not everyone's going to come and buy from you, you know, within the first hour that you decide you want to do something. This was five, six months in my first customer came to me and said, Hey, can you do that for me? I'll give you $50. Hey, whatever. We'll take it. Come on. And yeah, I said, let's go. There's there's the money. I said, well, there's the money. Getting people followers, new eyes, that really is the solution right now. Cool. Um, and that grew from that, you know, now four, four and a half years later, like last month, we just had our best month um, at like 397.5. So wow. I've, tracked our, I've tracked our sales since day one. Like something I'm huge on is just tracking and setting goals and hitting those targets and not lowering it and just pushing. So, you know, I look back in my notes and, wow. uh, you know, September to December of 2015, our first four months in business, we did like $9,000 total. Um, you know, and if you count our first year, we did about $9,000 our first, uh, our first eight months of being a name, right. Which mm. is really not a lot of money. You know, that's split between multiple people. It's kind of like, a you know, you're, you're barely hanging on. Like you have enough to put like $8 of gas in your car and go to Pollo Tropical or like fast food and eat, you know, <laughs> and then go right back home. <laughs> exactly. And, and then go back cut. home and, and hustle <laughs> a little yep. bit more. Yeah. Uh. 
you know, but the grind and the thing is like, dude, I, there was a point where I was boiling tap water, like putting it in the freezer, saving money because I don't want to buy boiled, boiled water. I was eating peanut butter and jellies. I was doing the tuna thing like that is real. And yeah. I think that's the grind and, and the beauty of entrepreneurship is like you don't want to you don't want to embody that and make that your reality. But you really want to cherish it because as long as you're on path and you're being genuine, you know, that's going to be a memory that, you know, you look back on and go, that's, it was worth it. Like that was, that was the reality and it's not, and I'm never going to go back to that. And then when you so, look five years in advance and you're on a podcast, now you're telling other people who are listening to this, who may be in that exact same boat, who don't see the end, who are still pushing and doing the tuna thing and buying boiled water. And, uh, and now you get to tell that story to them to say, keep going. You have to, and and you can't fall in love with the struggle either. You know, like I think some people are like, I'm grinding, man, I'm grinding, I'm grinding. And it's like, you've been grinding for three years though. Like there's gotta be a point where you gotta turn it up or you gotta switch up what you're doing if it's not working. Because I do feel like some people get lost in the grind and they embody the grind so much that they look up five years later and instead of telling that story, they'd be like, well, you know, I'm still kind of doing that, but I'm onto something, you know? Yeah. Yep. So no, I think I mentally, agree. mentally you can't embody the, the struggle too, too much. You got to embody, you know, where are the wins in the struggle and how can you win off of those and continue to grow and continue to advance? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I'll, I'll pivot off of that just barely because I was the guy who wasn't, who always had that, um, that, that in the back of my mind that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, I didn't have anybody in my family that was, so I didn't have that person to go to or that role model to look for. Um, so my thing was, I was me being in the inside that grind was learning was, was the self-development was the learning how the internet works and the marketing strategies that come with it and learning what the world is moving to the, the economy is moving to where the attention is. And my struggle was never taking the leap to go out and find somebody that could help me make this a reality or taking the leap and actually selling something online to see how it worked. Um, cause it was that fear, that fear of leaping out and failing that kept me, uh, from, from being involved in this world for, for four, almost five years, uh, gra after graduating college. And so I love that we have the same perspective from two different stories and two different angles. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Let's get tactical here though, Cody. I, I know that you said a lot of people don't, don't know what to do to find someone. I mean, get a little tactical here. How can someone find if, if they want a mentor, if they want, uh, I don't know, a coach or they want to join an organization. If, if they want to do that, what would you recommend is the best way to, to get in contact, to get a hold of somebody in 2019 going into 2020? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'll tell you what I think too many people are doing wrong, which kind of will segue into the complete opposite of that, which would be the right thing to do. I think it's our job as entrepreneurs and thought leaders, like, because we're mid twenties, right? A lot, a lot of this stuff, like a, a lot of the upcoming entrepreneurs, man, the internet, social media, it's just starting. Oh yeah. Like mid twenty year olds, late twenty year olds, we kind of pioneered this whole thing. We were there from the very beginning. Exactly. We, yep. And it's our job to, to pave it the right way. And I think what's happening is 
we are we are putting so much stress and focus on becoming an entrepreneur that it's leading a lot of people to failure because they feel like they need to do everything themselves and they could never work for somebody else or team up with somebody else. Wow. I've seen this time, I mean, so many times over the last four or five years, even with people that come and work for me, they think leaving, taking advice and things they've learned and then trying to go do it themselves is the right choice. And every single time they fail, then we continue to grow because I understand the power of a team and I understand the power of having people stay focused on one thing, right? Yeah. You don't have to go out and invent the next best thing or come up with the next best thing. You need to go find somebody who's crushing it in that space and become an entrepreneur within what they're doing. And I think throughout that journey and process, you'll be able to find if you want to go out and start your own thing. And as long as you're being, you know, ethical and, and like, you're not stealing and you're going and you're staying open-minded, one or two things will happen. You'll go and partner up with somebody that you want to work with because they're in the space that you want to crush it in. And you'll end up becoming a top performer with them, not for them. Terrible mindset for people to go, I work for him or that's within that. Or no, you can go into something and make more money in, in something that's already working than trying to figure it out yourself. Or you'll go into it. You'll have a great experience and you'll take what you learn and maybe it'll spark a brand new idea that you can then fuel with the money you're earning from that job or that career, whatever it is. And you know, you make an exit in the right way and you're a professional about it. And the person that gave you the opportunity is happy that they had you, you know, I love but that. I see, I see way too much right now. People are trying to burn each other. You know, people will learn something, they'll steal it. You know, people are trying to come up with the next biggest idea and put on this lifestyle front like they're traveling everywhere and doing all this stuff and they don't even have a car payment or bills right like they're still living at home so the whole like fronting thing and lying thing and trying to become this jay alvarez of 2020 now almost like that's that's in that's in the past and you need to you need to team up like my biggest advice is find someone who's doing what you want it want to do and go team up with them like don't ask them how much you're gonna make don't ask them how much they're going to pay you. Just say, hey, I want to come in and bring you know some value and opportunity. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm willing to learn. Here are my goals and targets. Can I achieve that with you and, and your team? I love that, Cody. And, and you know, it's, it's funny. Before we hopped on the actual podcast here, we were talking on the phone just briefly. And one of the things we talked about was your team and how we saw you rewarding hard work in your team. And I think that in line with what you're saying here, there are people out there who, if you're listening to this podcast and you're kind of in that boat, like Cody's talking about, where you feel like you have to do it on your own and you've never had someone tell you, Hey, it's okay to go and work with someone. I mean, we don't ever say work for, nobody works for us. Honestly, I look at my employees and I tell them they're my boss half the time. And so, and, and that's, (laughs) that's because if you're hiring people that are not capable and or able to be your boss in that moment of what you need them to tell you to do or what what they need from you. And if you're not hiring those people, you're hiring the wrong people. But for the person out there who is listening to this and just heard, okay, now I can go and work for somebody. I mean, working for someone like you, Cody, would be a great job for someone, especially if they're not going to college or if they just got out of college and they don't know what they're doing and what they want to do. They're like, I want to do this entrepreneur thing 
but I never had a, a mentor. My parents were not entrepreneurs. Don't I, have an idea. I have no idea. It, you know, going and finding somebody to work for or work with, sorry, work with. Both, man. Both. Or, yeah, like, or both yeah. You can be humble enough to go and work for somebody. That's like great. I show up every day. I don't work for myself. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, I got fifteen, twenty-five thousand dollars a week in payroll. Like that's not Boom. working for myself. That's working for other people for sure. Yeah. That's amazing. And that's that team mindset you have to have, no matter if you're the CEO or just, you know, a manager or you're a sales, whatever. It's it's all going to the same pot, you know? I love it. I was, but I was speaking with, with the internet and all that. Yeah. No, go ahead, Cody. Sorry about that. I was just going to say, you know, with the internet, there's just too many things that give people the wrong idea or thinking that it's bad to be a part of, of a company or team, you know, and not being your own entrepreneur and working on someone else's time. It's, it's no, I'm working on the whole team's time and my client's time, you know? Yeah, So for sure. You know, it's, it's funny. I was, I was meeting with a guy uh, who's a, a local sales coach and he works with, a, I mean, he works with like every major hotel chain in the, in the United States. And so he's based out of Memphis, but you know, he's got like 35 people. They all work remote. And one of the things that he told me that has really helped him in his career, especially when he goes into the hospitality and hotel world is he goes in to the the sales staff. He goes into the reservation department in, in the hospitality world, and he instills the mindset that they're not just working for a commission. They're not just working to, to, to provide for themselves or their family, but he takes them down. He takes the entire sales staff down, and he puts them in front of all the housekeepers, and he puts them in front of all, all the people who do the landscaping, and he says, not only are you taking care of yourself but and your family, but you're also taking care of all these people and their family. And that's exactly what you're talking about. It's about having that mind, that deeper mindset that this is not just about myself. This it's is bigger about than me. so much more and bigger than you. And, and, and I think that, you know, again, just want to applaud you for, uh, you know, if you haven't seen it, go check out Cody's Instagram. And, and um, I don't know if you're going to put it in a highlight or whatnot, but it was like the awards. They were giving out like plaques and trophies to the top sales guys and the guy who's been the most consistent for over a year. And it was just really cool to see. And so um, there's, there's a lot of people out there uh, that will take great care of you if you if you want to go and, and get a start and get some. And honestly, I mean, and you can attest to this, Cody, put some freaking money in your pocket. Because if you're not making yep. any money, it's going to be hard to start a business down the road, uh, you know, from from nothing. You're, it's a lot easier if you've got, you know, 100 grand in the bank. Yeah, and if you want it, just keep, just keep looking for that person. Uh, I mean, because I, I know from, from my end, I applied for so many marketing jobs, like your stereotypical marketing assistant, marketing associate out of college, you know, even entry-level junior copywriters and things like that. And it's it's that corporate mindset of you're not even you're not even interviewing or responding with the person who's actually got the vision like so unless you go through the ladder you have no way of communicating how on fire you are for it to the person that it matters to yeah and so you know especially for me coming in with you guys and 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 you know getting to know Cody here today uh i i love that just keep I had to keep looking. I had to keep looking for that connection. I had to keep searching for that person who was as on fire and on that same wavelength as I did, or that I, that I was on. Um, and you know, coming in with you guys has has been that for sure. Yep, he just walked in the bank one day, didn't he? Yeah. It's funny how that works. Funny how that works. All right. Do you have any more questions, Jacob? Yeah, I've got a couple. I, mean, um, I know you've been you've been 
excited about this podcast interview. I like to, Cody, I like to take notes as you're talking so that I can like <laughs> if you if we fly over something, I can crawl back over to it and we can dive in a little deeper. We'll one call of, it the flyby. What yeah. One of the things that you said is when you were you were younger, um and you were trying to find that that alleyway or that that runway to take off on. You said that you wanted to be inspired and sell something and ultimately make money. Um so when you found that avenue by helping people build Instagram followers, like one of the other things you said is you, there's a lot of people in the space now, the entrepreneurial space that are leading people to a dead end. And we, as Be Known and Be Known University moving forward, like we exist um, to come in and, and come in, in the middle of that noise and provide solutions that work and provide information uh, that, that works and that helps people implement that into their business today. So the question that I've got for you is, what is it that you've learned in your experience going from Vima to YPL to now I come up? What is it that works in the in the ever changing social media, Instagram, Facebook economy? Like, give us a couple strategies that actually work. So if there's somebody listening that's that's just been kind of piddling around on Instagram and Facebook and posting whatever yeah. whatever it is that they can find to post for that day, um, you, you know. Walk us through what it looks like to actually build that following. What what does it take? Yeah, I mean, it takes the person detaching from the, the image and the person that they've built and created online for the last 18 to, you know, I work with people that are 50 years. Oh, wow. So a lot of times, you know, people have worked their entire life to have 2,000 followers and they want to grow their brand. And then overnight, you know, we could double their following with influencer promotions and that person isn't ready to become that next level. Yeah. And they get lost in the detail and they're too focused on the minute fine line things of what's happening rather than the big picture. So if you want to turn into a person of influence and, and grow your brand, and I'll give some, some tips too of, of how you can, you know, get money and leads and all that through social media for free. But I think the biggest thing is for the few people out there that are going to invest money into their brand and they want to become a public figure and they want to have, you know, a hundred thousand or a half a million or millions of followers, you will not be the same person at, you know, 500,000 followers as you were with 500 followers, because mm -hmm. you need to grow in to that image. It's just the world yeah. we live in. Does it mean everything? No. Could, could someone be successful without social media? Yes, of course. But, if you want to get success from social media, you can't, you can't press on it for business. You cannot ring it for everything it's got. You need to become a person of influence and a person of interest mm. that people actually want to engage and follow. Not just because you put up, you know, a black Friday sale post to sell some, some leggings, you know, there needs to be a lot more value and substance to your brand and this character that you want to build out over the journey of you, you know, growing your following. So, you know, a lot of times, man, like people will go all in with us, they'll commit, you know, they'll, they'll sign a deal or a package for three months to get, you know, 40, 50,000 followers. And the first promotion hits, you know, they get 5,000 followers and they literally implode. Like they can't even justify how it's possible. <laughs> so then people default to saying, you know, it's fake or, you know, I can't do this or, right? They weren't ready to expand. Yeah, that's all it is. They weren't they weren't ready to expand and go to that next level. So if you're looking to grow your brand, 
you got to be willing to expand to that next level, which comes better content, more clarity, collaborating with higher level people, yeah. you know, and, and how you can leverage that influence is one, our biggest, I mean, the biggest tool on Instagram is uh, direct messaging, like, and how, <clears throat> how you get more response to direct messaging is by having more followers and better looking content. So, Wow, it's almost like you guys, you and Trey met in the DMs. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. And yeah, it was funny because if I had 300 followers, you know, would Trey have answered me or treated me differently? You're, yeah, 100% he would have. No, I always talk to everybody. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> it was a little easier than normal to get me on the phone. That's for sure. And yeah, and yeah. here's the thing, though. Cody walks the the walk. Right? You know, a lot of people talk a lot of game, but Cody walks the walk. And, and when you look Cody up online, I mean, you see him hanging out with the Cardones, and you know some of the influencers that he's been able to impact have just raving testimonies about what he's doing and and the work that he's been able to to help them. Um, with on Instagram in particular. And, you know, Cody, I really have a lot of respect for you in that regard. And so thank you so much again for, for coming on and joining us on the podcast. I do have one question and Jacob, you know, if, if anything comes to mind, feel free to ask it. But, but the big question I love to ask, especially somebody of your caliber is what do you think about TikTok? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think I, I, I personally, like I created one. I haven't, one thing I need to get better at is just having someone help manage all of my like output of content and hold me accountable for Dude, it. Dude, no. Doubt. I think it's great. Okay. I think I think it's great. I mean, I don't see why you why would you not go on a platform that's unregulated? There's no stupid algorithm or it's all just if you put something up it's going to be seen by whoever sees it. There's no limiting, there's no all these words and terms that people there's no shadow banning there's yeah. no hashtag this oh, it's gosh. just it's a platform that's kind of wild right now and yeah i mean i would take advantage of it it's i'm not that entertaining of a person so oh, the it. only thing i'd put on tiktok <laughs> is like my car because i just don't like i don't want to put you know mental energy into like thinking of how i can do like a salsa dance and get views <laughs> but I think it's I think it's a great platform just to get cool. more attention, and I'm sure there's things that people could uh, could take advantage of on there. Yeah, man. I, all I'm saying is I would love to see you more on TikTok. You know, I, I would okay. uh, I, I would interact with you there, and, and I think people would love to see your car, your dog, and also I think they'd love to learn you know how to grow their Instagram following there as well. Because because ultimately the the reason most people go on TikTok is they want to go viral, and their Instagram profile is connected inside of their and YouTube in their YouTube is connected yep. inside of their profile. And so I, I think that there's, you could add so much value in that space. And I think people would love, love to hear from you there. So that's all I've got to say. This I'm going to put wonderful. a, I'm going to put a, put a to do down. I'm going to put this as TikTok more. TikTok more. You hear, you hear that ladies and gentlemen, you hear paper and pen back in the background there. That, that is what is the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is they write it down. A notebook. Simple as that. A notebook. A notebook makes a world of difference. And, uh, you, you know, again, Cody, just want to say, you know, we're grateful for your time here. And it has been such a pleasure to connect with you. And, and so grateful again. Shout out Alex Morgan. He's the VP of some multi level marketing company now. I mean, he started out as a 22 year old kid and now he's like vice president in one of the largest companies, like top 25 in the world. Just pretty amazing. Um, and just all the connections along the way you know so, someone who mentioned your name before you messaged me at some point was colt monkla so shout out to colt monkla 
Um, I think Max Rubenstein is doing some business with you guys down there. Shout out to Max Rubenstein. He's a killer real estate agent here in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, man, Cody, closing thoughts, man. Close it out. We're going to we're gonna let you bring it home, and, and then we'll be done. I'm going to have you answer this question to close it out. Um, and I think this is yeah, huge. Yeah. Um, one of the best pieces of advice that I got as I really started down this path um, of kind of paving my own trail and not um, trying to get out of the, the whole corporate deal and, and go and chase the dream that I wanted. Um, and the, the biggest obstacle that I saw was my age because we're young guys. I'm 26 now. Probably when I, when I really was trying to dive into this, I was 21, 22. Um, and, and a problem that kept occurring with me having just trying to have conversations with the quote unquote right people. Um, I, I was young and, and I didn't have that credibility. But one of the best pieces of advice I got was to stop talking about my age and don't even tell anybody how old I am. Um, and, and since then, things have, are on the up. And so yep. the question that I've got and the way that I want to close this out is um, for someone listening to this podcast who is young, um, in their early, mid-20s, who thinks that they've got what it takes and who wants to explore a career uh, using the internet to build a business, um, what advice would you give to that person who's young and doesn't think that they have the credibility or the experience or the um, you know, whatever word to consult somebody, to give them ideas, to mm -hmm. come in and help a brand grow? Like what, what one piece of advice would you give uh, to that person who feels insignificant because of their age? Yeah, I think, I think when we use like age as a factor of things, it's the most comforting excuse we can give ourselves of why we're failing. Mm. I'm young. I'm too young. People won't take me seriously. You know, that, that is an excuse that is comfortable. It's comfortable for us as humans to give ourselves a reason and justify why we're losing. And I think everyone talks about age and I think, you know, it's, it's a thought that a lot of people struggle with. How are they going to take me seriously? You know, how is this? But then you got to look, you know, how did Mark Zuckerberg start Facebook at like 24, right? Like you just got to think a little bit bigger. And we as humans constantly need to be inputting material and information that makes us think bigger or we kind of, we kind of restore to that default setting, which is kind of fear and, and mediocrity, right? So I think feeding your mind just positive stuff and being around people that can speak positively like it's not even about age it's just about what the thoughts are going through your head because again i think the age thing only becomes a factor when there's other negative thoughts or small thinking going on around you i mean the biggest advice is what i said before like no matter your age you just need to figure out how to get around somebody doing exactly what it is that you want to do and make sure that they're 100 percent legit and they they've done it the right way and you need to just go all in with that person. Like awesome. that is that is the biggest advice I can give. I don't think everyone is born to go and start their own company and you know uh, go and create the next best thing. I think we as humans need to partner up and collaborate with each other to grow something massive, and it'll be bigger than any of us could have even imagined. Right? You can't. No great leader you know, was his only soldier. Like, it's just impossible. You can't go and conquer things as a one-man show. So that's the hardest thing, though, is is us figuring out how to work together as a team, how to continue to grow as more people come in the team. You have more issues, more opportunities. Um, and I think if you can go in somewhere and just keep your cool and keep your focus on the bigger picture, bigger vision, you'll make more money and you'll do more things. And would be possible if you were just alone. So 
That is awesome. That is the exact answer that I wanted because I attribute a lot of my past failures to going back to my age and, and, and not having that person there to push me. And that's how I discovered self-development. So, uh, anyway, Cody, this has been awesome. Trey, you have any final yeah, thoughts? Yeah, I appreciate you guys. No, man, we appreciate you too. And for all of you out there listening to the Be Known audio experience, go check out I Come Up Marketing and Cody Kearns. We'll definitely be putting the details and links to all the Instagram and anything that Cody wants us to put, honestly, in the in the details of the podcast here. Uh, thank you all for listening in. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Get out there and, and crush it.